Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy with you today. Uh, enjoying this uh, beautiful Friday, right? Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's great. I hope everybody had a happy 4th of July, right? Family time. Yes. Um, all of our team came back with all their fingers and toes, so no major accidents. That's sure enough a blessing there. Yeah, it's always a great 4th when, when you still count to 10. Yeah, yeah. In two different places. And you don't need to borrow anybody's <laughs> digits. Yeah. No, that's great. So, Aaron, you did a little traveling, and, and I was excited to hear that because usually when you do that, you tap into some of the greatest minds out there. I know we, we listen to so much content and podcasts, and uh, that's one way that we're able to see what everybody else is thinking. So, I'm really eager to hear some of the themes that are happening, you know beyond us right it's it's beyond american borders some of this is beyond the global borders right there's yeah. talk of more moonwalks anyways there's, <laughs> there's so much going on but tell me some of the key yeah. things that you you've been hearing i really like the guys that think outside the box not the first level effects not the second level effects but what's beyond that and i, I got to hear some really fantastic stuff got all excited i think i was texting all of y'all y'all yeah. need to listen to this and pay attention but we're listening to i think his name was luke groman and he was talking about the bond market and he's not very positive on it and uh the biggest thing is if you're invested in treasuries if you're invested basically in almost any debt other than some really high yield stuff you're losing money Think about that. Treasuries, right now, we've been saying, hey, you got cash, get it to work. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're buying 5.4% treasuries. That's fantastic. But inflation is six. You know, regardless of what the government said, we talked about this last time. Government tells us four, but our food's not increasing at four. It's way more than gasoline. Yeah. So, $500,000. And at the end of this year, I can only buy $94,000 worth of goods. Mm-hmm. But I made 5% on my treasury. Still lost. You know, I've only got 99000 to spend right now. That's Real an extremely returns. interesting concept, right? Because we feel better about five because we frame it to a time when interest rates are nothing. And so getting nothing as an interest rate or 5%, 5% feels really good. But fundamentals, what is the only way to truly keep up with inflation? Invest in equities. Yes. So we get a little bit of that recency bias to say, hey, interest rates were zero. We can anchor to these 5% rates. We're feeling really good. We're going to outpace inflation. Wonderfully put. Wonderfully put. Recency biases, that explains it all. And uh, we may be going back to zero. 5.4 5.4 feels good, but we're going, how's, what's the saying my dad always says? Um, going big, broke safely. Oh, okay. I was going the big print, little print, but yeah, there you go. By all Either that, way, that fits there I too. think that's the government for you, but go and, and, and please you go, proceed. And you think about this, when we're talking year-to-year stuff, 
going on 30 years on the yeah. Treasury. Where are we at, 4%? Yeah. So if you're going to loan money to the U.S. government for 30 years, you've got to take some things into effect here. What's interest rates going to be over those 30 years? Mm-hmm. And what in, what is inflation going to be? Right. So you can still hit it out, out of the park if we do have lots of deflation. If interest rates go down, but that's a long time to guess. And, you know, 4%, how much deflation actually has to take place before you feel good about that trade? Right. You know, and it's not... Think listening, you can say, yeah, that's a little bit iffy. And if inflation stays higher for longer, it's going to be pushing people out of those government securities more and more. And we're going to get to the point that we're going to say no. Well, equities are the only only part in town, or assets. Doesn't necessarily have to be stocks. when interest rates were zero, people were kind of pushed into taking risk that they weren't normally comfortable taking. You know, yes. um, used to be that, I say used to be, CDs would pay nine, you know, what, back to what, 70s or so, uh, maybe 80s. 80s. 80s, yeah. okay. So, you know, people could buy CDs and, and, you know, your grandpa would talk to you about buying them. Mine did, right? Um, but when we got to kind of 2019, something like that, interest rates were, were, were pretty compressed. Yes. Okay, so people were forced out of fixed income into equities because they were trying to get some kind of yield. Right. Right? So now, although we're getting five, it kind of sounds five on the interest rates, relatively speaking. It sounds like we're going to be forced again out of fixed yes. income. So is that is that a when we look at uh, obviously we're not forward projectors of returns but when we think forward as far as trends in the market are we looking at kind of an exodus of fixed income and you're going to need to take some sort of diversification to real assets equity risk absolutely you know hard assets commodity I mean we talk about all the things but yes absolutely we're going to be forced to move somewhere that can actually uh, better our lives. And like you said, this this mass exodus has been taking place for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, early on into my career, everybody was stuck on looking at P.E. ratios at 15. Mm-hmm. That's the average. You know, if you buy under 15, that's value. If you buy over, it's growth. But that was the magic number. And... I think people would kind of look at you very strange if you were to repeat that now. Because, you know, all of a sudden 16 was normal, then 17, 18, 21. You know, it's markets keep creeping up and getting more and more expensive. And this year, they're ungodly expensive. Right. You know, we're right back to where we were in 21 on the expenses. Another one of the podcasts I was listening to, I was listening to GMO. I've been listening to them since the, I mean, since I started. And they're big value guys, uh, quality guys. And he was breaking down the market. And he was looking at the market from a value standpoint. If you take the value market, all the stocks that are cheaper than average, you know, and then you take the very, very bottom part of that. So the 25%, the bottom 25%, so the cheapest stocks in the market. 
there's only been two times in history that it's ever been cheaper. It's at the 98 percentile of how cheap those securities are. Now, the other side, the 75% of value stocks above that, we're in the 98 percentile as being the most expensive in history. So there's very fine, thin pockets of cheapness in the market. Yes. Then if you flop over to growth, you know, we're back to being the most expensive, not in history, but usually when it gets this expensive, uh, we see some serious corrections. Like, this is 99 expensive. Well, but think about this, and I try to kind of reflect on the social trends, right? So go back to those days and how comfortable people were with debt. You know, if you just reflect on generations ago, Get your house paid off, get your car paid off, no debt, have cash, right? The generations that are that are newer, that are obviously now dabbling heavily in the market, they have no concept of time, for one, of no. what long-term interest rates really cost them. Money's been so cheap because they could get credit cards like easy, spend money they didn't have. The consumer spending has not slowed much. I mean, no. some, but not much. And we know that the the wages uh, or the consumer debt is growing rapidly still. Very, very rapidly. So people change their habits. Like they spend like crazy, so they invest the same way, recklessly, if you will. Okay. So the the thought of I'm gonna I'm gonna say if it's overvalue or growth, that particular price to earnings. Does it really matter what you pay for it if your buddy in the cubicle next to you just made $30 and so now you got to go make 60 but you paid twice as much for it? So PE multiples are long-term profits, right? If I buy an inexpensive PE versus an expensive PE, yes. right? No concept of long-term interest rates. They have no long-term, they have no concepts of long-term cost. So does it ever stop? Yeah, I don't think so. I think the new normal, and y'all know I hate that term. It's different this time. Surprised it fell out of your mouth. Yeah, but if if equities are the only game in town, it will become normalized that we're willing to pay more and more and more for these securities. And it's going to get to the point that it's going to be very, very uncomfortable (laughs) buying these. Uh, I struggle with buying some of these really expensive stocks. I mean, even me, it's... You know, paying twenty one, or you know, it's not, it's not near as painful as it used to be. I'm like, hey, it's not it's not thirty anymore. Let's go. Let's go. You know, uh, so well, it's going to be very interesting. And it is interesting. And so some of the places, you know, you you talk about being able to find deals. You know, we've looked into a lot of like private equity type stuff where you've got to find a way to invest different than the masses. And so we've we've obviously looked in and talked to a lot of that. Um, some of the hedge funds, private equity that kind of buffer against some of the liquidity. Now anybody with a smartphone can trade. That wasn't the case from even 10 years ago. COVID, COVID turned on the masses. Everybody's bored in their house and they started learning to invest. With any dollar amount. With any dollar amount. Go to Reddit, Wall Street Bets, and it will blow your mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't been regulated 
into not being able to do this anymore just because of Wall Street bets. It's it's horrifying seeing the amount of money that people's lost. Right. But going back to the, the interest rates and the change of the markets, one, one of the most fascinating things I heard was AI. And let's think. If you can get a computer to set all your appointments, if you can get a computer to make your grocery list and have it delivered, you know, run your appointment, order your goods, a lot of people are going to be out of a job. Lots of people are going to be out of a job. Now, how does the government deal with that? If the government's not getting the taxes that they're used to getting, but let's say we're, let's say 20 years from now, mm-hmm. AI is everywhere. You know, our uh, unemployment's gone up 20%, and that this isn't bottom of the barrel jobs. You know, we're looking at decent sixty to hundred thousand dollar jobs that are have been taken over. Government's not getting their tax money, so what do we have to do? Number one, government's not getting their tax payments. They can't pay their debt, so that's going to push people further and further away from debt. Right. Again, but we're probably going to be looking at a time where our taxing system is completely different than it is now. We have to move away from. Uh, an income-based tax and move it closer to uh, a spending, you know, like a national sales tax. Because that way they get it no matter what. Um, Even if the government paid you your your stipend, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go to Walmart, they'll get their tax back that way. If that's gone and equities do what we're talking about, a lot of people are going to be living off of their investments, mm-hmm. and those aren't really taxed efficiently enough in the eyes of the government. Mm-hmm. So that means they're not getting to tax it as much as they want. That's right. So there's going to be several, lots of changes, and just like, just like looking back at your iPhone and how much your world's changed over the last fifteen years, mm-hmm. that's a very short time frame. So where are we going to be at 15 years from now? That's an interesting question. Once things start changing, it's going to continue to roll downhill. Right. And change will be faster and faster and faster. Well, and what's the exponential growth of technology? Right? There's a formula for it. Yeah, it's... yeah. That's Moore's Law. Right. And that was on semiconductors. Every year the semiconductor uh, is twice as powerful and half is half the price. Right. You know, and uh, since the 70s, it's kept up with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely kept right. up with that. And you go back to, let's see, there's been lots and lots of talk on uh, cryptocurrencies. You know, BlackRock and Fidelity and um, everybody else, the, the big guys, BlackRock, the people that control our government. Right. You know, they <laughs> went to the SEC and they're getting a spot ETF built. So more than likely, they're going to get that. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the U.S. government has been flirting with the central bank digital currency. Mm-hmm. So what's that do? What's that do from a cost for our economy? Think about not needing banks anymore. Banks are gone. Now, how efficient is this going to be? You know, if we can move money more freely, we don't need tellers. We don't need bricks and mortar for our banks. We can go get a loan on a whim. Things are going to change at an exponential rate. 
And if you have your head buried in the sand and you're saying, that'll never happen. It's already happening. You're going to get left behind. Yeah. Just think of yeah. the last two years. Yeah. You know, it's already, it's yeah. that had never happened. And you're like, yeah. it happened. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. Well, I don't know if there's been a time where so many conspiracy theories have turned out to be true. Right. Yeah. That's true theories, right? But that's a whole other That's a whole other thing. But no, but this is super interesting. So Aaron, as we get wrapped up uh, today, so what's our path forward, right? So when we're looking at positive pockets, you know, we've got things that are a little expensive. We still have inexpensive places in the market, but overall, what's kind of a, a theme that we're looking at, you know, uh, midterm or, or kind of longer term? I think you got to be in front of it. This new technology, this new way of life we're going to be seeing in 15 years, you have to take advantage of that. And we got to be thinking, yes, inflation is now higher than we want. It's probably going to be around for five to six years. Mm-hmm. But after that, Prices will come down. The world that we live in is deflationary. So you kind of got to think, what can I invest in that's going to bring prices down long term? Mm -hmm. And that's going to be, a lot of that's going to be technology. Every aspect of your life, technology is taking over. And you got to be willing to pay up for it. You know, maybe not. Within reason. Within reason. You know, you got to keep your wits. But you got to be willing to pay up for it. And then on the flip side, I think also need to buy some assets, some hard assets, mm-hmm. or companies that are investing in hard assets. These are things that you can hold, you know, that, that you can make money off of. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not saying go out and buy a gold mine, but this is kind of what I'm talking about. You know, you got a hole in the ground. Everything that you pull out of, you can sell. And if we're in an inflationary environment in the short term, Hopefully, you're going to be selling it at a higher and higher price. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be gold. It can be tractors. You know, it can be real estate. But I think you put your barbell together and got to find a way that we can think about it and be okay. Mm-hmm. Prices are going to go up and down. 15 years from now, we want to be on the side that we look back and say, holy cow. Yep. It was a rough ride, but look where we are. Right. And how do you get ready for that? mentally that's, that's so, a whole other challenge yeah well, we've got plenty of ideas you that's know right. but we need to be starting to think about the future what's coming down the pipeline and how do we take advantage of it not that we don't you know but we're talking exponential you know we talked about this earlier what happens if we live an extra 15 years right well, hey if that happens someone had to invent something mm-hmm. in the pharmacy world you know so let's get some of that Right. Everything's going AI. We're going to be ro- we're going to have robots everywhere, and maybe not R two D two, but you know, just think about the Ford plant painting a car. Robotics. Right. You need to have some of that. Yeah. You need to have the companies that that are really big in this AI. You need to have the chips that run mm-hmm. all the computers. You know, and yeah, when when you're doing that kind of stuff, your risk is going to increase. Your volatility is going to increase. Mm-hmm. So you got to do it smart. you got to stay plenty diversified. And even if you look at it a little bit different, oh, well, you know, that 10%, that's my semiconductors. And I know that goes up and down 30% a year. Well, 
That's right. You know, so when you frame it for the hold period, right? If that's something you're you're going to hold fifteen years, let it be fifteen years. You don't care. I mean, they no. go go back to the, you know, the the price of the cows, price of the milk, right? You don't sell the cow based on the price of the milk, right? No. And when cattle's way low, if milk's high, you're still making money. So keep yes. it in context. Keep your frame, <laughs> and try to try to educate yourselves about the investor biases because we're all human and we all succumb to them from time to time so we want to make sure we're aware of those to say okay i I know what's sneaking up on me let's let's put it in check you know you know there's a saying out there there should be things in your portfolio that you absolutely hate Mm -hmm. absolutely hate and why do you hate them because they're not performing today right you know, but if everything in your portfolio is performing, you're not diversified. <laughs> and if we have a year like 08, right. like 2022, mm-hmm. you can be wiped out. Yeah. And those things that you hated yesterday, those are the ones that save you when we go through these catastrophes right. in the market. So learn to hate things in your portfolio and be okay with it. Be all excited about the stuff that's working and just know the things that you hate are going to have their day in the sun and it's going to be when you need it the most. That's great. Well, we ran long today, but that's okay. I hope everybody enjoyed today's episode of Black and White Market Minute on Live Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.